At Our Father's House, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. So when they had bare the ark of the Lord, had gone six paces, he sacrificed oxen and fatlings. Verse 14. And David, everybody shout it. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. And David was girded with a linen ephod. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. And they brought in the ark of the Lord and set it in... What's it say? What version is that? What version is that? What version is that? Okay. I don't like it. Sorry. And that's not Jake's fault. I usually, I told him last week to do New King James. What's it say? Somebody reading your Bible, what's it say? And then brought in the ark of the Lord and said it where? Place. Whose place? place? Say it again. You see, this, everything we, you know, we've been talking to you uh, for weeks now about the person of who Jesus is, and do you understand that it doesn't, what we have to come to is, as we get the, the, the revelation knowledge that everything that we preach, everything in this book goes back to him because it's all about who he is, right? Somebody shout amen. Well, glory. All right, let's go. His place. Where are we at? What verse? And they brought in the ark of the Lord and set it in his place in the midst of the tabernacle that David had pitched for it. And David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. And as soon as David had made an end of offering burnt offerings and peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord of hosts. And he, de he dealt among all the people. They had a barbecue. He gave them all some meat, some bread, and some raisins. Verse 20, then David returned to bless his household, and Michael, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, how glorious was the king of Israel today who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaidens of his servants as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovered himself. And David said unto Michael, it was before the Lord which, which, which chose me before, my, before thy father and before all his house to appoint me ruler over, over the people of the Lord, over Israel. Therefore will I play before the Lord. Somebody shout amen. And I will yet be more vile than thus. I'm going to become more undignified. And we'll be, how, many, how many of you young people hear that song, David Crowder, Undignified? Here it is. And will be vase in mine own sight, and the maidservants which thou hast spoken, them shall I, shall I be had in honor. Therefore, Michael, the daughter of Saul, had no children to the day of her death. Let's pray. Father, we come to you. 
In Jesus' name, we thank you for your word. We ask for a supernatural anointing on your word. Father, move me out of the way for about 25 or 30 minutes and let the people hear your voice speak. Father, I don't even care if they don't even see me. Just let them hear your voice and let us get somebody say, speak to me, Lord. And let us get revelation knowledge this morning of who you are and, and, and what the, the importance of having your presence and having your anointing and having your spirit in our life. In Jesus' name, and everyone in the room shouts, amen. Now, we've talked, we talked, we talked for a long time, and we're still teaching on Thursday nights about uh, David and Saul. We talked on Thursday night about, about this particular passage, and I told the folks that I had to share some of this on Sunday morning. And uh, so here we are. But... Uh, Anyway, David has now become king over all of Israel. You remember he was, he was king over just the tribe. Are y'all praying for your pastor this morning? How many wants to hear a word from the Lord? Uh, David, David, we got three. Anybody else want to hear a word from the Lord? I, 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 hope, I hope everybody does. But David, David had now been appointed king over all of Israel, and, and the, the first, you know, and the Philistines came down against, you know, David. They heard David that was, was, was king now, Scott, and, and so David wipes out, he annihilates the Philistines. But now remember that the Philistines had captured the Ark of God. The Ark of the Covenant had not been mentioned since 1 Samuel chapter 7, verse 1. In 1 Samuel 7, 1, they had, they had destroyed the tabernacle. They had messed up the tabernacle. They take, you know what, that's what, that, you know, the thing, that, the thing that the enemy wants to take out of your life, he wants to remove Jesus from your life because if he removes Jesus for you, from your life, he gets you in a place, come on, he gets you in a place to where, you're not going to be blessed because he is the one that makes, makes blessings come in our life. Can somebody shout amen? So that's his goal. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So, Pastor Just, uh, Justin, he, uh, David remembers he's hurt this ark. We need this ark. We need this box because this is, this is what is going to set Israel apart. So he goes back and they're going to bring, the, the, they, they defeat the Philistines. He's going to bring the Ark of the Covenant back to the camp of Israel. And so they have this large production. Read it. Go home and read it. I read the entire chapter. But they have this large production. Danny, they've got 30,000 soldiers. Come on. They've got to, look, look read, read here. Uh, listen. Uh, musicians, they've got a huge band. They've got all these instruments. David wanted to make sure this thing was right. They've got this big band. They've got this big army. They're doing this big production. They're having this, this big parade. And David says, give us a brand new cart. We don't want, we don't want an old cart. We don't want one, one that has uh, manure on it. We don't want it has hay on it. He says, give us a brand new cart. Everything has to be just perfect. Everything has to be just right. And they set this, this, this box on this brand new cart and they head out with, I, I, I would give, you know what? I would give anything if we had a video of it. Because this, this wasn't, no offense, but I, I have to believe this was much larger than the Mountain Laurel. Now, I love our Mountain Laurel Festival and the parade. It's awesome, right? And it brings a lot of good attention to Bell County, Kentucky. I'll just go ahead and say it. I, I'll probably get in trouble with the Harlan County folks, but I like it better than the Polk Salad Festival. All right, I said it. 
But this was a big deal. We're going to bring the Ark of the Covenant back to the camp of Israel. Put it on a new cart. Make everything perfect. Make everything shiny. we got to do this just right. Give us a big band. Give us 30,000 of the best soldiers. And we're going to march with this procession. And we're going to have this big production. And we're going to bring the camp. And, but see, the, it, it actually had been at the house of Abinadab. And we talked about that Thursday night. Probably for at least 70, maybe up to 100 years. Well, these two guys that they had to drive the cart. You know, the, uh, uh, Uzzah and Ahio, uh, 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 Abinadab's sons, they're going, they're going, the Bible says they drove the cart. So here it's at, oh, y'all, we got, we got to walk in obedience to his word. Somebody help your pastor preach this morning. We got to walk in obedience to his word and what God is speaking to us from his word. Uh, I'm about to blow up in here. Come on now. See, see, the thing is, what they did was they just picked out a couple guys. Here. Hey, you two. Come here. Come here. What's your name? Uzzah. Hey, Hyle, come here. You guys going to drive the cart. We got the band in place. We got the brand new cart. We got the box sitting on the back of the cart. Now, one of the guys, Ahio, is in front of the cart. And he's walking along. And then Uzzah is back here driving the cart. And, and, and it's an ox cart is what it is. So he's driving the cart. And then all of a sudden, it goes across. You're a good cart driver. <laughs> it goes across Nacon's threshing, threshing floor. How many knows what a threshing floor is? At a threshing floor, this is where they separated. Uh, you separated the wheat from the tires. When you had the grain harvest and you separated, they, they had this animal go around. I don't have time to go into all of it, but... It would crush this crush. Somebody shout crush. And it separated the wheat from the tire. So it goes across Dacon's threshing floor, probably hits a rock or something. When it does, it, it shakes. Oh, it shakes this, this cart, the cart. The oxen shook the cart. And when they did, this guy reached out and touched the, the Ark of the Covenant. And when he reaches out and touches it, he falls dead. Okay? Now all of a sudden... See, the problem was they didn't have the right people driving the cart. Ah, you'll do. We better, we better have the right people. Come on, is anybody listening to me? And I'm not just talking about in, in our church service. You can get back up, Isaac. Come on, you guys, sit right here. Just stay. Don't these guys look good? Just stay right here. Just I gotta hurry because I want y'all to dance again. I want. Amen. My wife said I don't have to hurry. Where'd my Bible go? Are y'all praying for your pastor? Somebody shout drove. See, the problem is we're not supposed to be driving. They, they messed up when they got somebody to drive the cart. Are you hearing me? You know, when, when, when we think that we're in the driver's seat and, and we're going to, we're going to, we're, you know, we can, we've got this, we can do this. No, we better be surrendered to a holy God and be in obedience to his word and what thus says the word of the Lord. Is anybody out there? Are y'all hearing me this morning? Somebody shout amen if you're receiving this word. So the Uzzah falls dead. There's so much here. I don't have, I don't have time to get it all. But Uzzah falls dead. Put it back up there, Jake. Somebody shout Amen. Hallelujah. So, 
these guys drove the car, and, you know, they were expecting God to show up. See, at the threshing floor, at the threshing floor, there was a separation from the wheat and the tare at the threshing floor. So at the threshing floor, they were, you know, when they brought this cart back, they're expecting God to show up. Guess what? He showed up. Amen. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. If you don't kill your flesh one way or another, he's going to kill your flesh. So, you know what? So, some people already heard this. They heard it Thursday night. So they're having to listen to it again. Amen? Somebody, if, you're here, if you heard it Thursday night, shout amen. If you're receiving it again, shout amen. So this guy falls dead. They got this big production. The band is playing. The 30,000 soldiers are marching. Everything's going. And they come to the threshing floor. Uzzah puts forth his hand. Take hold of it because the oxen shook it. Verse 7, the angel Lord was kindled against there. He died because of his error. And David was displeased because the Lord made him. He got upset, you know, and then he, and he became afraid. In verse 9, he became afraid because he wanted the ark of God back to Israel. So, hey, so, so, so he, didn't, he wouldn't remove the ark of God. And, and I, was, I was telling him, you know, that he stops and he, bled, he says, we're going to leave it at Obed-Edom's house. Now, you know, think about the fact, on Thursday night, I said, think about the fact that the king shows up at your house. He says, well, Mr. Obed, we were taking the ark back to Israel, and it shook, and we had this guy that touched it, and he fell dead. So we're going to leave it at your house. What would you say? Uh, okay. So... You, has anybody ever wondered why, why that could be? I did. It's okay to wonder, well, why, why did it kill this one guy? Because then the Bible says they left it at the house of Obed-Edom, and when they left it there, it says that what happened was Obed-Edom was blessed for three months, right? Him and all his household were blessed. Somebody shout amen. Now, I found out, and I was sharing with Brandon Solace, also I found out that that. See, see, if you go, Jacob put Numbers 4.15 up there. If you go to Numbers 4.15, the Bible says that God gave specific instructions. Somebody say obedience. Somebody shout alignment. Come on, we got to get this. Somebody shout obedience. Somebody shout alignment. Say, God put us in alignment to your word, not to a religion. Oh, come on, not to a denomination, not to a pastor, not to anything else, but put us in alignment to your word. Come on, does anybody want to be in alignment, in alignment to the word? If you don't want to be in alignment to the word, you're in trouble because you're, you're going to have a whole lot of problems. Amen? So, so what I found out was is, is God, God says you're supposed to carry this thing on the shoulders of the priest. I'm, and I'm going to miss something here. I know that's all right. We'll get what we need to get. Carry it on the shoulders of the priest, first of all, and it's going to be a Levite. It has to be the sons of Kohath. They're the ones. You know, you can, they put, they'd put this thing up on their shoulders and carry it. Right? And so, and I, found, I thought, well, why was obed Enon blessed for 90 days when this other guy touched it and died? Well, you know what I found out? obed Edom was the son of Kohath. Alignment. Somebody shout alignment. So the first thing David did was, this was his first step in coming into alignment with what God had spoken in his word. We better be looking at this book. It's not about, now, now we believe in voting. Come on, somebody shout amen. We're going to vote, right? If you're not going to vote, see me in my office after church. We need to talk. 
Robert's going to share something with us next Sunday. You know, it's the Sunday before election day. Come on. I'm not getting political now, but I'm telling you, that I, I, you know, whoever your, your, whatever your political partisan is and whatever favorite candidate is, I'm just going to go ahead and go on record and tell you, I have, I, listen, I voted Friday. I've already voted. I won't be here on election day. I've already voted. Now, now, uh, you, you have your choice in who you want to vote. But I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, whoever your choice is, that person's not going to fix the problems in America. But how many knows if, we, if you get a person that goes into, get, that, that surrounds himself with the right people and, and they get into alignment with the word of God, I don't care who it is. If they come into alignment with the word of God, God's going to bless this nation again. Come on, somebody, because that's where it's at. This was David's first step. We got, you know, we got to get the spirit of God back. It's not about getting church back. There's churches on, you know, I was, we, Jake and I were in a community yesterday, which I will not name, but we were in a community yesterday and we just realized you could stand in one spot in a half mile and you could see, you could see seven churches. So it's not, it's not, we don't have enough churches. We got enough churches. There's churches all across this land and some of them's got 25 and 30,000 people. Praise God. That's a lot of, that's a lot of folks in one building at one time. But I'm telling you, it don't matter if you gather a million under one roof. I've been in, I've been in services that had over a million. We went to Promise Keepers Rally in 1996, Washington, D.C., standing the gal. Guess what? 1.4 million men praying, seeking God. Awesome. Awesome presence of God. So it don't matter if you have two or if you have 222 or 222,000. If you, you know, give me these two right here and give me, we need to get us an A-Hoi saved, don't we? Give me these two right here and give me the anointing, give me the presence of God. Give me a youth group that's on fire for God. Amen. You can turn the world upside down. Guess what? Jesus, Jesus took 12 people that followed him, that gave up everything and said, we're going to go after you. You are the man. And they turned the world upside down and we're still preaching about them today. You know what? Jesus is coming back. But if he did, Terry, how many believe we could see things happen through these kids right here that people would still be preaching about it 50 to a, or 100 years from now. Are we all right? Somebody shout amen. Danny Tuttle's amen to me. I love Danny Tuttle. How many loves Danny Tuttle? Hallelujah. So David hears about the Ark of the Covenant. He hears about... You guys get ready. He hears about this, day, this Obed-Edom's being blessed. So it's just, we got to go get this thing. So they go get it. And now, obviously, obviously, if we read the rest of this chapter, we have to understand that David went back and figured out the right way. The production was just as big. So the point being made, Jason, it's not about how big the production or how small. Sometimes we think if we can make it bigger, God will show up. Oh, let's get humble. Let's make it, let's make it smaller. Just, just, just do the quiet songs. Just, you know, and God shows up in the quiet songs. God shows up and we play the minor chords. God shows up and play. No, it's not about the production. It's not about the songs. It's not about the band. It's not about the preacher. It's not about the building. It's not about none of those things. It's about coming into alignment with the word of God. We come into alignment and say, we're here to worship you. Well, guess what? I don't care who sings. I don't care who shows up. I don't care. Hey, but what about if the doors are locked and we have service outside? in the parking lot. Hey, if Jesus shows up, it's all right. Amen. Come on. Is anybody out there? It's about coming into alignment in his word because if he don't show up, it don't matter anyway. 
Now, you got to get this. The production was just as big. David didn't change that. He didn't like, well, we blew it because we got too many people out there. We had too much music. No, he said, let's do it. We're going to do it again. The difference is... Now they didn't put, the, now they didn't put the, the Ark of the Covenant on a new cart. Now they're carrying it on the shoulders of six priests. Come here. You guys got saved. Now you're priests. You came back from the dead, pal. Give me four more priests. Who wants to be a priest? Come here. Come on, I need four priests. I need six. Four. Four's enough. Four. I'm sorry. Sit right here. Who can dance? Oh, you're good. You're good. Come on, man. What's this guy's name? Brian. Huh? Brian. Brian? Everybody say hello, Brian. Hello. We love you, Brian. Okay, get right here, Brian. You get in front. Get right here next to him. Hey, how? Face that way. I'll tell you what. Let's get over here. Let's get over here. Now, the new card is gone. The band is still here. The, the soul, all, everything else is the same, but the new card is gone. Now we have four anointed priests, Levites. Is anybody out there? So now they put this ark of God up on there, and David's going to make sure he does it right. So let's go. Here, need two and two. You got to help Brian out. Brian. Is it Brian? Brian. Brian. You gotta, you gotta see. I, I, that's, that's horrible, ain't it? Three minutes, Tommy. Forgot his name. Okay, six paces. We're gonna go six paces. One, two, three, four, five, six. Stop. Let's offer up a sacrifice. Amen. Well, you know. I just don't really want to give anything. I liked it better when you had it on that new cart. I could sit back and watch. You know, and say, wow, look at the Ark of the Covenant coming on that new cart. That's pretty cool, ain't it? But now we're stopping six paces. One, two, three, four, five, six. Stop. Another sacrifice killing a lot of animals, right? It's okay, though, because remember later they had a big barbecue to give everybody some meat, some bread, some raisins, Leon. Amen? So the point being made here, we go from what we, what you know, just this brand new cart, we go to consecration. Everybody shout consecration. We go to sacrifice. We go to obedience. Is anybody there? You know what I'm trying to tell you is if you'll consecrate yourself unto God and if you'll, if you'll offer up sacrifices, you don't have to be in this room to get a blessing. You don't have to be in this room to get in God's presence. You can get in God's presence in your living room. You better be getting in God's presence. If you don't have the presence of God in your living room, this is going to carry you here. Six more. One, two, three, four, five, six. Stop. Right? Offer up another sacrifice. Now, look, look what the word says. You guys can turn around. So now, they bear the ark. They're going six paces. 
six paces, they sacrificed oxes and fatlings, and now something's happening in the spirit, and the Bible says now that David danced before the Lord with all his might. He was, he was wearing a linen ephah. Everybody gets this picture. I know everybody's got this picture all their life. You guys can sit down right here. But you've got this picture all your life that David uncovered himself, and he was out here uh, 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 immodest. That's not, that's not it at all. You're missing the whole point. The point is he took off his crown, and he took off his royal robe, and he put on the priestly garment. It's not about me, but it's about him. Amen? He put on his priestly garment. You know, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like the priest. And he was out there dancing with the priest, and he danced before the Lord with all his might because the ark of, the Lord, the ark of God had came back into the camp of Israel. Somebody shout amen. And now, I don't, not everybody is a dancer understanding, but you know what? There should be some kind of dance going on in your spirit. You know what? I don't care if we roll somebody in here in a wheelchair. There's, there's a, if, they're, if they're walking in God's presence, there's a dance going on inside their spirit. Guess what? The Bible says that, that, that when, 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 remember when, when Elizabeth got word that, that Mary was pregnant with Jesus, the babe leaped? A six-month-old, six months pregnant, the babe leaped. David, John the Baptist was already dancing in her womb before Jesus ever made an appearance. Just because of the word. Is anybody, are y'all are, are hearing me? Something should be bubbling up in your spirit. And if, you, and if not, and then you need to get back to the altar. Amen? Somebody shout amen. Get ready. Get them ready, Jill. We're just about done. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with a shout. Hmm. With the sound of the trumpet. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city... Okay, we're going to close here. As the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael saw, who remembers, my, who remembers this woman? Don't, 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 okay. We're going to finish here, but don't, I don't want to lose you. It's important. Who remembers this lady? Eva does. This was Saul's daughter, right? He gave David to marry. And look what it says. As the ark of the Lord came in the city of David, Michael, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord and despised him in her heart. If the, 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 the original uh, rendering, and if you really read this the way it's interpreted, the scripture saying that she looked down. Everybody say down. Come on, say it and say down. She looked down from a window. You know what she did? And then she, she looks at David and she says, how glorious. Sorry. You know, David goes, they get back. Uh, Greg, they get the, the, the Ark of the Covenant's back in the camp. They have this barbecue and they feed all the people. Everybody gets some meat, some bread, and some raisins. And then David's going to go home. The Bible says David is going home to bless his family. And as he's going in the door and he says, honey, I'm home. And then he gets sarcasm. Buzzkill. Shame on you if you are a spiritual buzzkill. I've seen people, listen, I've been pastoring for a long time. And, 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 I, and I have, uh, you know, I, I, I've, I felt like I could, old saying is, Ryan, go into hell with a squirt gun and say, I've, I'm ready, man, let's go. And somebody could say something to me and it just feels like all life just goes out of me. Don't be a spiritual buzz. If, guess what? If you don't have anything good to say, just, just don't say anything at all. 
Do y'all love me? I'm trying to help you. You know what? You can think of something good. If I think long enough, I can think of something good to say about Brandon. Right? Come on. <laughs> Amen? You know I'm kidding, right? But see, she, he comes home, and here's his wife. How glorious was the king today. He uncovered himself from all these other handmaids. You know, how glorious was the king. Be careful. Hear me. Here's a word. If you don't. Listen to me. Everybody in this room, you need to hear me. What I'm going to tell you right now. Be careful you don't look down through your window of superiority. When you think you're better. Amen? Come on, is anybody out there? Sometimes we're looking down. You know, and somebody's just dancing all they've got, and they're just worshiping the Lord, and we're like... What are they doing? Huh? Yeah, she was a spectator. She was the wrong tater. Which tater are you? You're supposed to be a participator. <laughs> wrong, wrong consonant, right? There's another word I'm looking for. What did I say? Participator. There's no other taters? I thought there was some other taters. Okay, just don't be a spectator. Just don't be a tater at all. That's a good message, Annie. Don't be a tater. All right. But she looks down from her window of superiority. You're making fun of me, Jean. I know you are shaking your head. She's a, she's a school teacher. But here, here's the deal. I want you to see this, and I'm done, I promise. Come on up, kids. Get up here with your pastor. Cover me. Do you guys hear what I'm telling you this morning? That it doesn't matter. We, you know, thank God. You know, and and you know, thank God for what we have here. Right? Thank God for the building that God gave us. Thank God for our worship team. Amen. Thank God for our worship leader. Thank God. But you know, we can't comp and you don't 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 compare yourself to other people because you'll always mess up somewhere because you'll cut yourself short and you'll be defeated or you'll think you're better than they are and you'll blow up in pride. Amen. Set even kill. Just walking with Jesus, right? The bottom line is, somebody help me, I'm just about done, but the bottom line is we can make everything just perfect, but if we're not in obedience to the word and we're not consecrated like the priest and we're not 
sacrificing, somebody's going to fall dead. Amen? And I'm not talking about just literally, which we know that could happen too, right? We don't want to die. Come on, is anybody out there? Close them. Look what it says. You got to get this. Listen, look at your neighbor and say, don't have the spirit of Michael. Look at the person on the other side. They say, don't have the spirit of Michael. Can I have two more minutes? Look what it says. Verse 21. And David said unto Michael, it was, everybody say it, it was before the Lord. You know what David was saying? It wasn't for you. I wasn't dancing for you. Hear me dance, team. She's, David was saying, I wasn't dancing for you. I wasn't dancing for those other ladies out there. I was dancing for the Lord because I know what it means to get the spirit of the Lord back into the camp of Israel. It means everything. So he said, I was dancing for the Lord. And then he goes on to say, hear me, hear, hear me. I love our musicians. I love you guys. I'd do anything for you, literally. I'd give you anything I got. Look what David said. Where's, our, where's Daniel? Where's all our music? Daniel, Randy, Jacob, Jacob. Who else plays music? Well, we got our worship leaders. We got our Miss Jill is our leader. Brian, and then look what it says. First of all, David said, I wasn't dancing for you. I was dancing for the Lord. And then he goes on to say, guess what? He chose me over your father. <laughs> wow. That put her in her place, didn't it? You know what? I'm dancing for that guy that picked me over your dad. But he, look what he said. He said, he picked me to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord. He didn't say to appoint me ruler over my people. The people, it's everything's back to him. You see that? And then look what the last part says. He says, therefore, I will play before the Lord. David was in the way. How many of it be awesome to hear David play? I mean, think he'd be a pretty good musician. But David not only danced before the Lord, he played for the Lord. So, I mean, that's, you know, we need to have that attitude that everything we do is for him. And you know what? And, you know, I used to play in church, and, you know, I never was as good as Brian and Jacob or none of these guys. But, you know, I, I, I made do. I played drums for a long time in church. But, you know, the thing is, if we're playing for him, it don't matter if we mess up, Right? You know what, let me, let me say this. I, I know, 
I'm just about done. How many times have I said that? I promise. Here we go. Robert's laughing at me. Here we go. Wanda was telling me. Who remembers? What's that guy's name? That preacher. Robert Morris. I mean, here's Robert Morris. Robert Morris said he went to this church, Randy, and he said, huh? A new church. He went to a new church, and he said that he was standing there, and they started worshiping. He was doing the best they could. You know, they just had some people playing. They had some people singing. They were doing the best they could. And he said, to man's standards, wow, it was like, ugh. Fingernails on chalkboard, you know. They just couldn't do it, right? They weren't in sync. They weren't none of these things. And he said, I was standing there, Randy. And he said, I thought, good Lord. Lord, do you hear that? And he said, he heard the Lord say, yeah, sounds awesome, don't it? Because they were singing to him. When we sing and we play or we dance or we preach, do all things as unto the Lord, right? Changes everything. We don't worry about people's judgmental attitude. We don't worry about people with the spirit of Michael. I've, I've read that chapter all my life. I never saw the spirit of Michael. The critical spirit. You know what, you know what the problem is? Those who criticize, they're, they're, they end up worse than the one that's being criticized. Those that are critical end up worse off than the criticized. All right, I'm going to prove it to you. I'm done, I promise. He says, I'm just going to get a little more undignified. Verse 22. So in this, next, in this next dance, let's just get a little more undignified. Amen. You guys with me? You should be ready, pal. Sorry, Greg. Private joke. I will be more vile than thus and will be based on my own sight and the maidservants which thou hast spoken of. Them shall be had not... Hear this. Hear this last verse. Everybody look at me. Verse 23. Therefore, Michael, the daughter of Saul, had no child to the day of her death. Because of her critical attitude and being superior over him, she was barren. She became barren. She didn't bring forth any fruit. I told him on Thursday night, I understand, right? I understand that God could have just made her barren, right? That could happen, right? But you know what I think happened? I think from that day forward, she had no intimacy with the king. And if we're not intimate, intimate with the king, we're going to be barren, right? All right? Do y'all love me? Y'all receive the word. Say we receive it. All right. Was that Corey? Thank you, Corey. All right. Uh, Let's stand.
whenever you guys are ready. So David, hear me guys. David danced before the Lord. You're not dancing for those guys. And you're not dancing for me. Because the problem is, if you dance for those guys, there's going to be somebody out there that's going to watch you and say, do you see where they messed up? You know what? You know, I saw Mr. Green here. He, he was off. You know, he was off. Did y'all see that? I mean, I didn't really see that. I'm just using that as an example. Don't, get, don't freak out, pal. <laughs> Come here, Kyle. You know what? This one right here, what? Tell me again, Mama, 12 years? 13? 13. I'm sorry, teenager. 13 years ago, they didn't, the doctor said she'll probably never walk. I'm just saying. Not only is she, Kyla. You look at me. You're not dancing for those people. You're dancing for him. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody 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 give God praise. Come on, give God praise. You can go back. You can take your place. All right. Let's worship. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to ourfathershouseky.org.